Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! So we're just starting like that. Episode episode 79. Well, you know, this is good because I've been looking so forward to this one. This is like, like we said yesterday. This is like our our, 100th episode. This is, yeah. This is like our 100th episode. We're going to have to have some guests for 100 episodes. Well, when we were thinking. You should check our Gmail. Might have it. Oh, yeah. When we were thinking about. um, No, I'm not checking. I'm not in. No, seriously. Let's see if we got any while we're talking. When, When we started talking about doing a podcast, I think episodes like today were exactly the. We. The exact reason we wanted to do this. Yeah, we got a lot of hodgepodge of stuff. Yeah. So, um, what? I, I, we got to get into it because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, a lot to talk about. Any um, any notes? Um, no, I don't have any notes. What about you? Nope. Except that we have no email. Um, Google, Twitter, Google. How about that? We gotta step up our email game. We're yeah. not gonna get a sponsor. <laughs> you, think, you don't think those days have passed? Um, what I was gonna say was, uh, you know, yes, last week we talked about TV, and you and I had talked about um, watching shows. I told you to watch the session. You just told me you haven't watched it. I have not watched Lodge Forty Nine. I couldn't remember the name of the show, and I didn't. I didn't have the heart. Could, to, you could have went back. I didn't have the heart to text you. Oh, I guess I could have listened to the podcast. <laughs> what a great idea! It's um, on record somewhere. <laughs> there's another show. Oh, here's what I wanted to ask you: Have you watched Get Shorty, the TV show? No, I haven't. Me neither. And like, why haven't we watched I it? I know. We like that story. We love Ray Romano. Ray Romano. We really like um, what's his name, Chris. Uh, Chris O'Dowd. O'Dowd. Like, how can that be bad? I don't know. I have it pulled up because you can get the first episode free on, like, epics.com. And I'm like, I guess i got to give this one episode a shot. All right. Well, yeah, we can give one episode. Is that season two? No, this is season one. Episode one is available on Epics. it's on season two. I know. And I've seen the billboards, and I was like, wait a second. Ray Romano and Chris O'Dowd are in a show together, and, we don't, and it's Get Shorty? Like, why are we not <laughs> watching this? Um, so, we're going to... We should give that a try. My... Two notes. One, I, I, I think next week, maybe, I don't want to, we should do the fall and winter tea, uh, movies coming out. I got my um, Entertainment Weekly nice. that had all of them, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of good stuff coming out. Is it like award stuff, or is it just... It's all of it. Oh, okay. Because you know what the things I'm most excited for? Well, I know for? what I'm going to read on the plane when I... A lot of things I'm excited for are um, like documentaries and stuff that are coming out that look good. Um, we so mean you're the gonna documentaries do that are coming out. Oh, speaking of 
I do have a... I saw a documentary yesterday. Okay. Or not yesterday, but the beginning of the week. I stumbled onto it on Amazon. It's a documentary about the uh, Sarah Jones, like, trial. The uh, girl got hit by the train during the movie set. Oh. And it's all... The whole movie is dep- the, the uh, depositions. It's called The Trial of Midnight Rider or something like that. Okay. Um, it's all the original depositions. And it's kind of one-sided. It kind of shows that the director was thrown under the bus mm-hmm. by like all these people. And they show the depositions of these people basically lying. And that the place where the train tracks were... Um, for those of you who don't know, I don't know, uh, this girl was, there was a movie about the Allman Brothers being made and uh, they were shooting on a train track and the train came and uh, killed one of the people that were on the set. And it basically like changed safety in movies since then. This is like, what, three years ago? Um, yeah, three, four years ago. Okay. And um, so basically the city where it happened was so corrupt that they didn't even interview they didn't interview the train conductor or the engineer they didn't slow down the train didn't slow down no one from the company that owned the property because if they weren't allowed to be there they had a rep- they let them in they had a representative with them and they all like basically covered their tracks and none of the police department in the town basically interviewed anyone on that side. They just showed up and go, it's pretty clean cut what happened. And then it shows like the deposition from the location manager who was like basically lying to save his ass and the first AD who's basically in charge of safety on set and how she just basically like said she didn't know anything and like it was just, it's interesting. You should okay. watch it. Um, but documentary-wise, like, what what's good that's coming out? We saw the trailer for Fahrenheit 11.9. looks pretty good. So, yeah? Is that the good. first time you saw the trailer? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, which is the new Michael Moore movie mm-hmm. about Trump. I've actually... Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to make a... You know, we're in such a 20... It's funny. I just heard someone say we're no longer in a 24-hour news cycle. We're in a 24-minute news yeah. cycle. And it's true. So, like, a movie about things is hard to, it's hard to, like, amaze you or make you think, like, oh, I didn't think of that. Because everybody's thinking about everything all the time now. But I'm interested to see if they pull it off. It's like reading Sports Illustrated now instead of watching Sports Center. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we kind of know all of this information already. But yeah. I'm interested. Um, I know that the Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Berg. Sorry. Yeah, RBG. Yeah, uh, they're sending that on a screener early to everybody. Okay, but it's also going to be on CNN in yeah. like two weeks. Um, and then I haven't seen the Mister Rogers documentary, which I heard is great. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, um, and then what's the? There's another big documentary I'm missing. Oh, you saw the three identical strangers. Yeah, which is really good. It's, so it's what, a good other ones, what other ones are coming out? I mean, I again, I don't have a we'll list in front week. of me. I'm saying like we should do, we should do this. Right. Um, it's not just documentaries. I was just saying that there's. A right. I don't want to spend too much time on gotcha. our notes because we got a lot to get to. Um, the only thing I'll say is that 
this week, this is my only real note, um, the Eagles' greatest hits officially passed Thriller to become the all-time I read that. best-selling album. What are your thoughts on that? I don't get it. You're not an Eagles fan? No. Me neither. I like the documentary on them, though. Yeah, the documentary was good, but they're so when they show the footage of them like performing, it's just them sitting on benches on uh, stools. Yeah, and I'm just like, I, that's, this is not. Yeah, that's, I can't. That's the mood that that the Eagles have always put me in. Like, and Eagles like charge for their tickets a lot of money. Okay, it's like well, an expensive ticket. Maybe that's why the album. <laughs> like, went up in sales. Like, I'll just sit home and do this instead. Yeah, exactly. Um, any notes for you? Anything else? I got nothing. Okay, cool. So, what in the fact that this is the last time we're going to be in the studio for a while. Yeah, that's true. That's a bummer. But we're going to go out in style because this week we're going to go over our NFL bets. We're going to go over the MTV Awards. And we saw a movie about puppets. So, like, it's pretty much a good week, like, for our us and our content. We got some stuff. This is kind of like our, our our zone. So let's start off with the movie about puppets. So the movie about puppets. Uh, the Happy Time Murders. The Happy Time Murders is starring uh, Melissa McCarthy. Came out today. Today's Friday the 24th. Um, it's a movie. It's an R-rated comedy about someone's killing puppets. And puppets are part of like society now. But they're looked down upon. Well, yes, right. So there's that whole element. Um, They're minorities. Yes. So let's get let's let's do it. What do you think? Um, I thought that the story wasn't that bad. Like I thought it was a fine story for what it was, but it wasn't funny enough. It wasn't raunchy enough, and um, it just needed to be amped up a little bit on all fronts. Like, I felt it needed a comedy pass. Some guy... I know, like, Jim Henson's son directed it. Um, but it definitely needed, like... Like a McKay, Adam McKay, or a really funny, like... Um, joke writer. Yeah, I agree with that. So, like, there's a couple things... Like, when you say you, want, you think it should be raunchy or whatever, like... It... That's the thing people take away from it is that it is very raunchy, but it's only that way in like two or three scenes. Um, it you know who would have done great at this is like the South Park guys. You know, like those guys know how to drive in yeah. tasteless humor, like they know how to drive that home. This had those elements, but then it played the rest of the movie. You're right, like in a very safe space. I don't know what you mean about the story being good because the story was so generic. Like, that was part well, of the problem. I thought it was... I don't know. I thought it was just... Uh, I thought the story was fine. Like, you know, in the beginning, you have a lot of give and take between the main puppet and... This is what we're talking about. Yeah. And Melissa McCarthy. And it's really funny. Yeah. Like, they're really funny. Like, they're back and forth. She's... That's the thing that's also interesting is that the humans are really good. In, like, well, hold on. She's really funny in it. And I thought Maya Rudolph was really funny. Yeah, it was good. Maya Rudolph was great. So Joe McHale, not so much. Not not such a no, not at his best performance. Let's go ahead and say that Stanley from The Office yeah. peaked as Stanley at The Office. He's it's, not, weird, it's weird to see him curse too. He's him as a police chief is just you know yeah. 
I get what they did at casting. They're like, oh, we'll have the mean black sergeant at the precinct. Yeah. You know, like, that. Did, that's not him. No. It didn't work. And it's, and it's not even an office bias. He's just really not good at it. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, like, it's kind of senseless. The whole thing is pointless. Like, you had some really good opportunities. One, to make, to you know, if you're going to make a statement saying the puppets are less than and da-da-da-da, no, I don't need this to be a political movie. I could yeah. give a shit. Like, you know... But you could have at least made that more of a... Like, all that does is give you throwaway jokes here and there. It doesn't really ever get addressed to the point where it becomes part of the story. Um, Yeah, like humans. They started off with, like... The whole opening was basically about how humans look down upon puppets and then they never did anything the rest of the Right. I mean, they they bring it up here and there, but it's never... You know, it's not really part of the story uh, uh, of of the whole murder case. And the whole murder case, I mean, it's straight out of, like, late 70s, early 80s, um, crime noir, like... Yeah. And if you're going to make fun of that, that's fine. But, like, openly make fun of it. Don't make it, like, your 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 plot line. Like, if it's going to be your plot line, make it, like, a funny... Make, show us that you're making fun of it. There's so many opportunities in here. If they just... It's almost, like, lazy... I don't like, want to say it's lazy because you're using puppets. Yeah. And I know that's a lot of people, a lot of work, and this... Probably took a it lot. It's kind of like Chinatown. They were trying to do Chinatown, right? But like, if you just took that and, and as the writers of it and just took it up a, a, a notch, made it a little more clever, um, this thing could have been really good. Yeah, and that's one of the problems with it. And I, I saw a review before. I didn't read the review. I just saw the title of a review saying this is like the worst movie, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck that guy, man! This is gonna be awesome!" Like I was like, "I'm not letting that break my stride." And then I was like, forty minutes, like in the first fifteen minutes, I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be great. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Forty minutes in, I was like, this is a snoozer. Like this all just fell into like this this boring, yeah, like regular plot line. And yes, there's puppets, and every once in a while you do something gross out with them that's funny. Um, to us, I can see it not being. If you're already not liking the movie, and then something gross happens, that usually is like. It's like a comic who's not funny be saying like inappropriate jokes at a comedy club. It's just not going to go well. And then it also like took a long time for the plot line where I guess puppets like are addicted to sugar. Yeah. And then like you found that out like a lot towards the end of the movie and that's when all that stuff started happening. It should have been integrated like throughout the Yeah. Movie. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah, there's a lot clever way to, to introduce yeah. that, too. I, I totally agree. That's a good point. Um, so, look, we were both very excited about this. I think ever since the first trailer came out. The first trailer is the funniest thing about this yeah. movie. Like, when you saw the cursing and it was, like, all, like, shocking. Not so much now. You know, now it's like, eh. Yeah, it was... It should have been, uh... They needed to step the game up. Yeah, and, and it wasn't a big step to get there. No. You know, like, they were close. But they didn't get it. So, um, I don't think that other than us, there's very many people who want to see this movie. No, I can't, can't imagine that this movie's going to make money. But, um, so, you know, if you were, I, we would suggest skipping it, I guess. Um, but, yeah, that's that, right? Anything yeah. else that we, I mean, I it, it, that's the thing is we walked out and, and you said to me, like, I don't know how we're going to talk much about this movie. There's not really a lot to talk about. And I love that Joel McHale, like basically fired her and he's not even like part of the police force oh yeah 
There's a lot there's of, like, a lot things of like, things like that. Yeah. You are fired. Uh, consider yourself fired. And he's like an FBI agent. Yeah, like it's not even... Right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I didn't think... She's like, you can't fire me. All right, so let's go from one giant mess to another. Um, oh, God. The, the MTV Awards. So, you know, I think... Every time I watch the MTV Awards, I get very nostalgic for when I, I used to work at MTV, and the MTV Awards were, like, the biggest deal when I was working there. Like, I think I said this last year. I'll probably say it next year. Like, we, like that was, like, what we, we worked for. Like, that's what all the ad sales. Like, that was a big deal. And I thought back on, like... That was when videos were actually showing on. Not, MTV. yes, it was, but it was, like, towards the end of, you know, I mean, it was, like, videos were going away at that point. Yeah. But, like, then it makes you really nostalgic for, like, there's one year that I was talking about this the other day um, where the MTV Awards had on, like, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Rage of the Machine and Guns N' Roses and, and, and R.E.M. And they're all on, like, one show. And you're just like, holy shit, music is good. And those days are long gone. You know, like, that... It turned into promoting singers or basically, like... A lot of the MTV recent ones were like, all right, this is the Taylor Swift show. This is the Selena Gomez. Yeah. Like, they always have cutaways. And this one was Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great call. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, that is, might as well be called Cutaway to Ariana Grande <laughs> and Pete Davidson. Do you think he's psyched about this or no? You don't think so? I think he's, like, doing this just for her. And he's like, dude, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. All right, so do you want to go through the entire... I, yeah, I've got notes on everything that happened. Okay, great. Do you want to, do you want to lead the thing, or, do you, or do you, would you prefer that I... Like, how you're, are you doing it? You're good at this. Uh, well, you might have more notes, so... All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. All right, so let's start off. The first, the intro is with Cardi B. I'm going to say this. She's not bad. She's pretty good timing. Yeah, she's good. She's kind of funny. Like, I get, I get the charm to like Cardi her. B. Um... She had one of the worst parts of the show at the end, but we'll, we'll get Okay. Uh, then they get into this Shawn Mendes. Yeah. I couldn't. couldn't well, I can see. I've never listened to that guy, but I kind of get it when I watched it. Like, it's kind of an old school. He's trying to be, like, a little old school. He's got, like, the cutoff t-shirt. And, like, you know, it's like a performance. I can, I can see it. Um uh, My favorite part about watching these award shows, I wrote this down as a note, is I always, like... Enjoy that one second delay after a live performance. Just I guess makes me remember it's live, like yeah. where it'll be he'll be done and everyone's cheering, and then they're like, "Okay, that was shit," you know, like you know, it's like this this almost dead air that happens for like a second or two. Well, there um, was a couple moments like that. One so that went on for a long time. I like. I also want to say I like the subway graphics they were using for. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, for like when they announced the winners and the categories. Um, then, um, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish showed up. They're, they're the hosts, right? Well, they, they cut away to DJ Khaled and his kid. Oh, okay. Who, who he brings everywhere now. There's going to be a number of those. Uh, there's some Khaled coming up in my, he's, I, I, you know, there's people in life that you just have a, you have, you hate, like, you think that. <laughs> Like, you have this rivalry with that. I have no idea that you exist. Like, that's me and, me and DJ Khaled. Um, Why is his kid... His kid's an accessory now. But you know what? Everybody... Like brought but, that up but, before. Yeah. 
But everybody brought their kids. And I'm not sticking up for him, but it was like, like when they got to J-Lo, she had like four kids. You know, like, well, she was getting the lifetime. Listen, here's what happened. Last year, Pink won, and she brought her kid up. Right. And so now everybody's fucking well, DJ doing DJ Khaled's been like yeah, bringing his right. kid everywhere. Yeah, it's true. Um, so there's Kevin, Tiffany Hart, uh, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish. There were a couple jokes. Good jokes. No. They're, they're so stale. They're, I like the jokes so about stale. them, everybody writing on their faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those. Stop is, writing on your face! <laughs> it's true. Do you see what Post Malone has tattooed on his, under his eyes? Do you see like he almost, his plane almost crashed? Yeah, it says always sleepy on his face. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wanted to bring that up, that his plane crashed, and when he landed, he was like, fuck everybody. You guys are, like, all wishing I was dead <laughs> on his Twitter. <laughs> it's gotta be hard, do you know what I mean? Like, everyone's wishing you dead. Um, and, like, that guy's obviously, like, a manic, like, he's got some problems. <laughs> yeah. You know? He last okay, if need... you start writing on your face, you have issues. <laughs> the last thing you need, well, and then he's collaborating with another guy with shit written on his face. The, uh, 21 Savage. Well, the, that wasn't actually a pretty good performance. We're gonna, yeah, we'll get into that. I, I get it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I get it. I, I'm not a fan, but I get it. Yeah. Um, there's some people you just don't get. Like, you realize we are clearly too old for this entire thing. Oh, yeah. So, like, you once you accept that, and then you can be like, what the fuck is this? Versus, okay, I totally get this. Yeah. Like, this isn't for me, but I get it. And that's how I feel post one. Like, it's not for me, but I get it. There is one song I like by him though that I was, I've been playing since since Hawaii. Well, we uh, we saw a lot of Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish at the movie. Theater. That's true, um, but they just the, the the two of them and I said she's morphing into him, and I don't know if this is like this is what Hollywood does. It just takes like a one note joke and keeps pounding it and pounding it, and then as that becomes stale, they find the slightly different version. So now we've got the theme, you know. And we get, we're going to take her one note and keep back. And it, like, until it's nauseating that we're hearing the same delivery from two people, it's just not my thing. <laughs> um, so They both have their shtick. Yeah, and it's not far off from each other's. Um, so now it's not best video. It's, it's just best, best ne- hip-hop. Yeah, best hip-hop, right. That was the next thing I have. Um, Which was Nicki Minaj who came up there basically wearing nothing. Yeah, I got something that says Bozzy, who, what is this crap? Uh, the sing-along is overdone. Bozzy performs, who's into this? That's okay. what I wrote. Yeah. All right, good. Um, then we do this Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick thing. Not funny. I know that you, you know. Uh, I don't want to see that movie, though. The two, the, I just, you know. Uh, and then, yes, I've got the Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson. Um, they're a mess. But... I like I like her song like not the one she performed. I really like the, her popular song right now, and I play it like a lot. She, I, I like some songs, and I feel like the biggest like loser because I'm like driving around playing Ariana Grande, and I'm like I'm picking it up, I'm picking it up. <laughs> um, but uh, after that, we go into I've got logic. Well, all right, so Tiana Taylor, good God, that woman. Um, and this logic thing. Dude, all right, so my, my note here oh, wait. is like... I also hey. want to say, wait, Ariana Grande is sitting with Pete Davidson. She's also sitting with Scooter Braun. I feel like Scooter Braun has way too much power. And I like him. Like, I think he's a smart, talented guy. I feel like 
he has completely dictates all of these people's careers. Like that he's got such a hand in all this shit. Um, and I'm not saying take it away from him. Like yeah. good for good for him. But I feel like like he's uh, he's he's pulling he's calling the shots everywhere. What were you gonna say? I just said logic. My note was: Is every performance now going to be a bunch of people wearing T-shirts with something to say on it? So you remember we yeah. talked about this, and I said the problem with logic moving forward in his career is he can only become a guy who's an activist for things because no one will take him seriously on anything else, right? So like now you have to step it up, and I was saying it's impossible to do. So now, he brought out all these, uh, I guess, minorities, or uh, not minorities, but. Uh, and they all had uh, T-shirts that said, "Yeah, they were all we are all, we are all humans." Yeah, they weren't they weren't all minorities. Yeah. They were all yeah, immigrants, immigrants, and That's their right children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So first of and all, and then he had a shirt that said "fuck the wall." Yeah, hashtag fuck the wall T-shirt. Not gonna lie, I looked up the, I looked up that T-shirt to see him. <laughs> it was twenty five bucks. I was like, I don't think I can walk around with a shirt that says "fuck the wall" for twenty five bucks. <laughs> if it was ten, I could do. Um, but okay, so. He had so many people come up there. It took them so long to get off the stage. It's just, yeah, he can't do anything now without having people with wearing T-shirts. So I watched a Netflix show on him, and I actually kind of liked him. Like, I watched, there's a Netflix show called, I think, oh, I forget, I have to look up what it's called. It's, uh, it's all about hip-hop artists, and it's like, I think it's Rapture. No, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't think it's Rapture, but it's it's a show where... They go follow different hip hop artists each, and his is the pilot episode of it. And I actually liked them, and it, that that took a lot of work to get there. <laughs> um, this was a complete ripoff of like, so you of, of a bunch of different people have brought in people like that. Eminem did that two thousand one. Yeah, I was one of those people. If you don't remember, I do remember at the, at, at the same exact place at Radio City Music Hall as one of the Eminems. So. Um, yeah, but that wasn't a political statement, was it? No, that was Eminem saying there's yeah. a million people who look like yeah, me. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm the motherfucker. Um, but you know what else? That song's not that bad. That Logic song was I can't that bad. even, like, listen to the song. I'm paying attention to, like, everything that's going on around them. Um, all I know is Millie Bobby Brown loved it. Yeah, well, I mean, everyone in MTV's... Although, that whole crowd's gonna love it. But, like, what if the cops just came and, like, arrest... Like, if, if, if ICE just came in the middle of the there's performance... Just, I just started like grabbing kids, kids away. <laughs> There's just a truck that pulls up to the back. Good thing you're here. Like, like, hey, by the way, we got a tip at rehearsal last night. Yeah. Looks like there's some people here without papers. Yeah, that would have been a mess. <laughs> he would have had a lot to answer for then. Um, do you think he's got a solution to immigration? No. Like this is the problem. Like once you've become like the conscious guy, like now, okay. So, yeah, I do. I think he's got it all. Like, do you think out. if he was like, listen, here's what we need to do to figure out immigration? Like, there's no conversation. There's no, like, I get it, but it just seems so ex- exploitive, exploitive, exploitive. Like, yes, last year you came out. Maybe you have to deal with some depression issues of your own. You know, some people that killed themselves. Yeah. Like, this really means something to you. So this year, you're going to do the immigrant thing. Like, it just doesn't seem... I did suicide, now I'm doing immigrants. Yeah. So, like, what's next year? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it, it can't... You can't sustain it. So, I don't know. Like, could... It's, you know, watching kids, it's really... You no, know, it's rough. It's like... And and I don't... I, you know... 
I think there's, I mean, I honestly think there's good intentions behind it. And I think it, you know, I am, I am absolutely against what has happened with, with separating kids from their parents. Well, yeah, obviously. But, well, no, not obviously, because there's a lot of people who don't feel that way. I'm um, against, yeah, kids being separated from parents. I but, but, like, it's, it's somewhat irresponsible to come out and just be like, hey, you're all doing this wrong. Here, I'm going to sing a song about it without Fuck the wall. any... That and it, look, and I, you, he, I'll tell you, he could probably give you a lot. Logic could give you a logical argument against the wall, I bet. But I don't think it give you a logical explanation of how to deal with immigration. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a tough issue. There's a reason that nobody's been able to solve it. Yeah. Um, but did this like I didn't really listen to the lyrics. Did the song have anything to do with immigration? I didn't even like. I couldn't even pay attention to the uh, song. All right. Uh, then comes in. Uh, Ken Jung, Ken, yep. yeah, yeah, Doctor Ken. He's still a thing. So of course he's in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, like he probably paid them to be in that movie. Like he, this guy, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's just very desperate to stay relevant. Relevant, yes. Um, uh, he's not funny either. Have like, you seen, it, have you seen that yet? No. You? No, I haven't seen. It. Do you have interest in seeing? I it? did watch all the boys I loved before. Oh, okay. We can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it? Mm, Interesting. Yeah, sorry. Um, but my um, there's some bad parts. All right, but Ken Young, let's just say he's not that funny. Um, then Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah, Jimmy. He comes out and introduces Panic at the Disco. He's so hyped up to yell about whoever. You have no idea how big the scale is going to be because he sounds yeah. whether he's introducing Bruce Springsteen or Panic at the Disco. He's acting that excited. So I don't think people realize that that's kind of where he lost some of his cachet and popularity. Yeah. You know, because now it seems so forced. Still love Jimmy Fallon, but... Yeah. Uh, but let's just say this. Want, do you watch uh, The Tonight Show ever anymore? No. I don't either. I don't even really watch the, the viral clips. I watch clips. more, like, clips from Jimmy Kimmel than I do. Me right? too. Me too. Um, so let's go. This Panic at the Disco... That's pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, every song that they sing sounds the same to me, but I thought it was pretty good. Here's what I don't get. Is Panic at the Disco a band or a person? That, that's a question I had, too. Because it, wasn't, it looked like a person. He's going around the place. The camera's just following him. And then he gets up on stage, and you realize there's this giant stage with, like, three other dudes on it. And they're all separated. You know, like, they're all very spaced. Yeah. And he's not interacting with any of them. And I'm like, what? What is it? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, and that's the other thing is like that that band or guy would have been considered like a rock band or guy, but now it's become so pop. Like that whole performance is like this yeah, pop thing. They took out and they took out, which we'll talk about later. Like best rock video. Oh, they did. Uh, well, they they did it off. You know, they had that segment where they showed like all the uh, awards that were didn't happen on air. Oh, I didn't see that. No, I must have fast forwarded um, to that. Well, best rock video is one of them. Okay, well, that makes sense. Imagine Dragons one. That, I mean, that, okay, that's about as rock as okay. Uh, then the Backstreet Boys come out. Are they still a thing? They're pretty popular right now. What's going on with that? I don't know, but that was terrible. It was horrible. Them singing all the best songs. Yeah. Um, and like, I was looking, I was reading some things about reviews after. The show and people love that. They thought that was one of the highlights. Is the Backstreet Boys? 
All right. So, like, this is one of those moments where, like, I just don't get it. Um, but we didn't get them when we were in our 20s either. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Post Malone then went song of, or what, did he win song of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I just said it, he's a thing. Um, and then, so, then they start doing this push artist stuff, which was weird because they had already given out the award, like, or they knew who won, but they still had all the nominees perform throughout the show. Yeah. Yeah. There's they a lot. Ha- they already had a winner. Like, they said that they, I forgot what, who it was. Um, oh, Haley Kiyoko. Kiyoka? Yeah. She was the one that won the Push Artist of the Year. But they had each nominee play. Which there were a couple, like, interesting ones. Um, but anyway. Um, well, this one was Jesse Reyes. And it's so funny yeah. because I kept expecting for them to cut her off. It's the first time I'm noticing that they're doing this thing. And because like last year they cut off everybody in the middle of their songs, and we were that's what we were talking about. They obviously learned their lesson. Although she was pretty good, but she sounds like every other. Oh, I didn't listen to any of these people. I just fast forwarded. And the thing <laughs> she, is, she sounds like every other like artist that has a good voice. Well, the other thing There's is nothing that separates her. Um. Well, actually, I didn't. Actually, I think I did watch her because the thing I noticed they kept in the cutaways for her. They kept cutting to this guy named Marshmallow. Do you know who Marshmallow is? He's a DJ. But, like, he's, like, the fourth or fifth DJ to wear, like, a helmet all the time. Oh, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, he's got, like, a marshmallow head with, like, X's for eyes. And you know it for him. He's like, fuck. Like, boy, did I pick the wrong train to jump on. Like, I don't see Danger Mouse or uh, (laughs) whatever the guy Mouse is. I don't see Daft Punk here. And here I am, the only asshole with a helmet on. And this is it. This, this is, is where it's going for me. I'm Marshmallow. Um, so, um, then Mick, Nicki, Minaj. Nicki Minaj. So that was a thing. Um, that was a long performance. So why wasn't she in Radio City Music Hall? She was there earlier, right? She like gave a speech oh, I earlier. I didn't even realize. That no, it wasn't. was it was down at oh, that's the right. um, train at, station. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was a cool looking set. Yeah. Um, but she did this medley that just never stopped. Yeah, it went on for a long time. And it wasn't any song. Like, it was all shit from her new, like, album. Um, and she was wearing, like, outfits that, like, she couldn't even move in. Yeah, that's true. It was a mess. Um, she recently just canceled her tour after that, too. Or oh, postponed it. Said creatively they're not where they want to be or whatever. Um, but it just, yeah, it just never stopped. So then we come to the big, the one of the two biggest moments, I guess, right? The J Lo. Well, there's Latin video. They had a Latin um, video. Yeah, that's right. I, I, yeah. They changed that. They, they said, all right, we're not going to do rock. We're going to do Latin. But maybe they know their audience. Maybe their audience yeah. is more. You know, like you think about it, Despacito is bigger than any rock song in the last five years, which is sad to say, but it's true. Um, then we come to J Lo's Video Vanguard Award. Um. I, I so that was pretty good. Okay, that, all right, that's good. I'm glad you thought that was pretty good because she comes out. I like Ja Rule. I like ja, seeing Ja Rule. Oh, I'm man, not. I can't wait to get into this. All right, so she comes out and she starts with, what's the first song that she does? My Love uh, Don't Cost a Thing? Is that? You're talking to the wrong person. Well, no, you like it. the names of songs. 
I don't know the names of songs. Her, she had Jenny from the Block. Listen, all she sings in her songs are the same chorus over and over. You either know it's Jenny from the Block, or Love Don't Cost a Thing, or whatever the Ja Rule song, or, or it has Ja Rule. Um, dude, so I get it. She's hot. She's still very hot. Um, but she always just seemed like bells and whistles to me, not talent. Like everything that's going around around on around her. Like hides that she's not talented to me. Um, even as a dancer, I know she's like a backup dancer to start. She, I get she's fifty, so she can't move like she used to. But it, 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 it no, you shouldn't pan, you shouldn't pull out on the camera. Do a close up so we can't see that she can't really do the moves anymore. Um, I, I don't know. I just didn't. That's not the most interesting thing to me about her performance was. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, like, cheering her on. <laughs> like, to me, that was funny. Because I never saw him even cheer on his teammates. Um, then, of course, DJ Khaled comes out to just yell over her music. Yeah, walking up, this, up the uh, aisles. Why is this happening? I don't know. Like, can, I was just begging for them to cut his mic off. Like, you'd think... She, anyway. Um, so then, yeah, then they bring out Ja Rule. Um... And they'd cut to him earlier in the audience, and I was like, why is Ja Rule there? <laughs> and I'm like, shouldn't he be in jail? Didn't he, like... Something isn't, happened. The, isn't he, like, one of the co-creators of that fire Festival? Uh, he is. Yeah. He was, like, the, he was the p- well, biggest partner in the fire. That guy should be... I mean, think about his partner is going to be in jail for, like, 20 years. And this guy's up doing dude, jail awards? while he was out on bail, like... Did another scam? Oh, and really? Stole like two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, I got. I got to look and that now up. Now he's fucking done. Basically, he's fucked. I got to look that guy up. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. I don't know. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm not a big Ja Rule guy at all. So. And then right after everything stopped, her performance. There was so much commotion that Sean Mendes got up there and he was like trying to like segue for her to come and give the speech. So that was Shawn Mendes, right? Yeah. Boy, that 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 certainly went from this hype big show down to hey everybody, this yeah, is yeah because no one was like listening, like everyone's... it was great. I don't know why they decided to shoot it that way with the crowd behind him and everybody not paying attention and just talking to each other. Because everybody was watching like them break down the stage or something. <laughs> like, there's so much commotion going on in the back that Shawn Mendes, whatever he was saying to introduce. Jennifer Lopez, like, totally no one listened to. Yeah. It felt like his mic wasn't even on either. Because there was, like, deafening sound. Um, but, uh, yeah. All right, so from there, uh, she gives her long-ass speech about being a Video Vanguard winner. Um, we go to Ariana Grande's performance. Well, is Olivia Munn and uh, Keegan? Oh, yeah, no, I don't they care. came out. Yeah. Um, Olivia Munn, she needs to stay relevant, too. She's in all these things. Again, we say this every time we talk about an award <laughs> show or an event where there's a lot of celebrities. They do the old... Say no, Olivia Munn. They do the whole teleprompter joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, They're reading each other's lines. That's never been done before. No. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You're supposed to be saying that. <laughs> uh, that's it, yeah. Yeah. That joke is just... <laughs> needs to be retired. Well, then we see the Ariana Grande thing where she says, God is a woman. It's pretty good. I get it. 
whatever. I don't know. She brings out her mom and grandma, I guess. Yeah. And they do that whole scene from the Last Supper yeah. with all women. and um, Then Camilla Cabela. I like Camilla Cabela. You do? I love that song. Havana. Really? Okay. I'm a fan. So, like, I'm not against it. I just don't get it. Like, that's that's one of those things where I'm like, it's super popular. Pretty popular song. But that doesn't mean it's good. I, I like it. I understand. Um, I, uh, I don't dislike it. I just don't. I never care. Like, I've never... I've never listened to the whole thing. I'll just say it. It the tune of it is enough for me to turn it if it comes on. Um, but she wins Artist of the Year for it, so obviously I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, then Millie Bobby Brown comes out. All right, this is my favorite part of the whole show. All right, great. So Millie Bobby Brown comes out, and she's not on a stage. She's like in the middle of the audience, and she's giving out an award for best new artist, which Cardi B ends up winning. And Cardi B's like wearing this ridiculous dress. She's like thinks she's walking up to the stage. Then someone has to like say, "No, you're not going to the stage. You're going to this like area in the back." And then she keeps getting her dress caught on things. And basically, she has this whole like acceptance speech in like the middle of the crowd. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, it was thing. weird. You're right. It's like just do it on stage. Yeah. And I like Cardi B. Um. Fan, well, of, fan of that album. Yeah, there was no, there was no doubt that she was going to win. I mean, she's bigger. She's, yeah. you know, they have to start putting their, their money in. You know, they yeah. start counting on her. Um, then we have more DJ Khaled. Why? Yeah. Um, Auto tune is out of control because you have this Travis Scott, James Blake. Do you think that's the first time they ever met? Like, do you think they recorded <laughs> this song? Um, what do I? Oh, Travis Scott. That's when he was on the. He had the screen behind him. He was in, like, some portal or something. Yeah, something like that. Some weird thing. Um, video with a message. How? Oh, so that's the next category. Video with a message. This is only designed to give Childish Gambino this, so, this video. That's my question. How does that video not win everything? Like, that video is amazing. It's I mean, an amazing video. I, I get that this isn't really about videos, but, like... You start looking at, like, their videos. How does that video not win? Like, and I'm so glad the choreographer came out. I feel like since it didn't win, they created this uh, category for it to win. Well, I'm so glad that the choreographer came out because she obviously killed it in that video. Yeah. Like, And it was kind of cool to see, like, this beautiful African woman come out. And she's like, I'm glad we're using people from Africa and da-da-da. And you're like, ah, oh, this is actually the first award in three or four years that I remember... Like, I don't know. Like, I was like, huh, that person deserved... And it wasn't the artist. It was, like, the choreographer. Like, that person deserved that. And they were, the way they talked about it made me, like, really respect what they're doing, you know? Um, and then they had a Spanish performer. Yeah. This is at the point where I wrote, there's a lot of performances in this show. There's a lot. You don't like to complain about things like that, but there's a lot of performances. They had a lot of push performances. Yeah, that's because they had. It's because they got the backlash from cutting all those people off last year. That yeah. now they had to play all those things. Um, then we get to the big moment, I think, of the night, which is Madonna coming out. People talking about. Yeah. Um, she looks very. She's like really kooky. To, yeah, I don't understand what she was wearing. What the hell she is? She's crazy. And at first, I'm watching. I'm like, oh, it's just Madonna. She's like, you know, why is everybody making a big stink about this? It's, you know, because I, I didn't watch it live. Um, and then she starts rambling about 
Well, here, here's my take. Okay, that's good. I'd love to hear your take. Because she came out and she's like, hey, I was just there to do a, uh, to give the last award. And right when I'm, before I went on stage, it's like, if you want to say something about Aretha Franklin or give an antidote, like, or like what sometime you met her. And so they, she was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And like everyone on social media was like, lamp, like just wrecking her for making this about her and not this tribute to her was terrible. And Madonna came out. She's like, I wasn't trying to do a tribute. She's like, I was told to just say what a time that I met her. But that being said, that story was terrible. Yeah. It was awful. It was about how she like one of her, she was going up for a job and audition and like she didn't know what to do. And she came into this room and they asked her for the sheet music and, she didn't have anything because she didn't know she needed to bring something. So she, like, was freaking out. And she was like, all right, let's just do uh, Natural Woman. And basically, like, had to teach the piano guy how to do Natural Woman. And that basically got her the role and start, started her career in air quotes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It was a terrible story that just went on forever. And then she goes, oh, yeah. And then I was on the stage and like fell down a cake and like my butt was out and had this whole wardrobe malfunction and ah, she said lol <laughs> at the end of it laugh out loud that was hilarious she fell off a cake and, well, that's, see, and that's a huge problem because one of the biggest problems with this show right now and you can see this slipping away from MTV is isn't who was there it's who wasn't there there's no Drake there's no Kanye. There's no Taylor Swift. There's like all the biggest people, all the people that are bigger than music I hate right to say now. This, but it did miss Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, like none of these people are there, um, and it shows that they don't care enough about like no Beyonce, no Jay Z, no Kanye, like no Bruno Mars. Like that shows that these people don't need this anymore. So you're getting. That's why Camille Cabello wins Best Artist. I'm sorry. I know you like the song. but I, I don't know any of the other songs. <laughs> I know. But I'm saying, like, that's that's how this all winds up happening. Because, like, and it's it's scary for them to think, oh, well, like, we're getting quickly placed in irrelevancy thanks to, like, our, our biggest artist not coming to this. Um, and so when Madonna shows up, they give someone like her carte blanche to do anything because they're just so... Because she's bigger. She's bigger than the MTV Awards. Yeah. You know? She's bigger than MTV. Yeah. She's it's like, you know... She's world, or, world, yeah. world famous. Or at one point. She's probably, you know, not even... Every single person say. knows who she is. Not right. everyone knows who Post Malone. And to be honest, that's what was really cool about when... Just this will move us along, too. Uh, when, when your girl won... Camilla Cabello, and she was like, "Oh my god, I just can't." That was really genuine. Yeah. Like that, Madonna's giving me this award. Um, like you're like yeah. my hero, and da da da. And it was cool. It reminded me of so in the I forget which it was either the old European MTV Awards or it was instead of the American Music Awards. And I don't think Madonna has ever heard of Camilla Cabello. Probably not. But there's an old English um, music awards where. Oasis won for like best album or best band and I remember uh, the clip Michael Hutchins who was the lead singer of Excess, like gave him the award you know he like came out to announce it 
And it was like the complete opposite, where they're like, why do you bring out old, washed-up people to give us awards when we're, like, the best? Oh, you know? And, like, Toy, like, destroyed him, like, right there. You could see it in his face. He's like, fuck, you know, like... Um, so it's quite, it's kind of nice to see someone with some grace. Um, the, that was for, so that when she won that award, that was for what, video of the year? Yeah, it was like the last. Um, which is a big one. When you look at the, okay, so I was reading this article, it's like, when you look at the video of the year category, um, there's like really good videos. Like there's the ape shit video by Jay-Z and Beyonce, the Childish Gambino video, Drake's God's Plan was a big deal. Uh, Camilla Cabello and then um, Ariana Grande for No Tears Left to Cry and then this Bruno Mars and Cardi B finesse written the mix which by the way did she did she just did she just collaborate with everybody this year? Yeah everybody She's wanted, like on every wanted her It was like an Eminem thing when he was popular Yeah um, That's like a pretty good group you know Yeah Anyway um, and then we get to the to, to the finale which is... Oh, the finale was pretty good. Post Malone, 21 Savage, doing their song. And like I said, I'm watching it, and I'm like... Oh, it's pretty good. I get this. My cousin, his daughter, mm. went to her first concert. It was Post Malone. And I was like, oh, God. But then I watched it. I was like... Yeah, they're, they, they're putting... They're doing something. And then um, they they somehow try to bring that into an, uh, an Aerosmith song, which was not even... Like, well, Aaron Smith just takes over. Yeah, I understand that. But before we get into that... I know that they tried to transition. It's it. horrible that, that they tried to make that some bridge into yeah. Aerosmith. And they only give Aerosmith the last verse of Dream On. And you're like... Eh. Yeah. And then they go into another... They, what's the other song they did? Uh, Toys in the Attic? Or whatever. Um, just, I don't know. What's the point? And then uh, Steven Tyler at the end was like... The screams his name. <laughs> it just makes like no sense to me. Like you know, it's a perfect summary for this thing. They better get it together, though. Speaking of getting it together, G Bones, we need to get it together. We got uh, we got a lot to talk about. So yeah. Um. So NFL. Well, you're, so you just want to skip over college? Yeah. Can we just talk like just two minutes of college? Um, is there any bets you really like college-wise? We're talking NFL football bets. Yes. Okay, so yes. Sorry. Our next topic. Our next topic. Yes, good call. Our next topic is our biggest topic. And so this is why it's going to be a longer podcast today. Because we're going to go over our bets for the NFL year. But before we do, I wanted to ask you if there's any college bets that you wanted to say. Any Heisman bets? Uh, Yes, I like the Arizona quarterback. Yep, me too. All right, so that's going to happen. Um, Khalil Tate. Yep. Plus 1,400. Okay. Um, Trace McSorley I'd be interested in. All right, I don't know that. He's the quarterback for Penn State. Oh, right, okay. Um, But I don't think – and the thing about Alabama, like right now the favorite is to uh, – but we don't know what's going to happen. Right, I don't don't want to touch that. I'm with you. And running backs usually don't win the Heisman. I like the quarterback from um, from Oklahoma, just because I heard everybody talking about that, Murray. And then I like Fitzgerald, the quarterback from uh, Texas A&M. I thought the Texas A&M case is pretty, is pretty good. 
he's. I didn't see him on this list. He he is five thousand plus five thousand. No, he's not gonna do it. Oh, well, you know what? You can take my money if you want. I'll make that bet. Nick Fitzgerald plus five thousand. So, I like how you say there's no way that he's. Nick, or that's right, Mr. State, not the same. I like how you say there's no like no way you don't know who Nick Fitz. I don't even really know who he is exactly. But you don't know anything about it's any not, of these guys. Yeah. It's uh, he's not. He's good. I love. I love. Okay. All right. Um, is there any like I've I did a ton of work on these over unders, so I hate to put them away. Is there any specifics that you really like? Uh, I think we over and over some of them. Uh, we didn't on the podcast though. I know. I like the over under on. Uh, I like over Wisconsin. See, I don't like that. I like over Georgia. I like over Georgia. Um, I like under. Oregon State at two and a half. No, okay, not. Um, although the under is oh, it's it's still minus one sixty five. Okay, which is that's the worst. Um, I'd be interested in uh, let's see, Florida over under is even. Hmm. What do you like the over or the under on Florida? I like the under on Florida, but that's I, eight, it, eight. I eight. had them come in and write eight wins. Yeah. I really did. That's interesting. I really like the Michigan State stuff. I was in on them before. I think that that's really those are. I like the Auburn under nine. I like Arizona over seven and a half. Um, um I really like Georgia over ten and a half. Yeah, I guess I like uh, Arizona. Yeah, I like Arizona. Uh, they play in such a tough. There's some good teams in the back. Look at the schedule. Washington. No, I understand, but they don't all play each other. That's the thing I you got to remember. I have to go look at it. There's a north and a south. I went through. Um, I got to look at that. It's like uh, like Georgia, ten and a half. Georgia doesn't play half the SEC, so that's why they're gonna. You know, that's why you bet the ten and a half with them. Um, Washington's over under is ten. I really like that too. Over over ten because the uh, the, the Pac-12 North isn't good. Like it's it's really not. I'd be into that. Yeah, I mean you'll, you'll see. We'll, we'll go over this. Push. But. Um, there is a. I mean, I, I'm all over the place with all of this stuff. I've got. I like Clemson over eleven. Clemson doesn't play anybody. Um, yeah. I oh the one I and really like. Not that good. Who? ACC is not that good. Right. Um, it's really not. Um, the one I really liked was that pays well is Cl- uh, Cal under five and a half. Gonna, I got a bunch of weird ones like that. Like later last year, I forced you to bet West Virginia, yeah. and like we were like, "Oh, this is a layup," and then it came down like the last game of the year. I got I got a bunch of those. Um, like Navy over seven and Northwestern under six. I'm telling you, I went, you'll see. I, I, I will go through yeah, these later. I'm interested in Northwestern. Um, as far as play, I like Clemson to make the playoffs at minus two hundred. I like Georgia. To that be- was the the one I think is the best bet. What's that? Clemson to make the playoffs. But yeah, it's still one to two. I know, but yeah, I think that's a lock. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Georgia plus one seventy five to make the playoffs. Um, what else? And then um, ACC champs Clemson minus two hundred. Michigan State. That I like that bet. Um, I like Houston to win the the AAC at plus two seventy five. Um, 
I was looking at their over-under. Yeah, I did too. I, I, they're tough because they're right around yeah. where I think. Um, yeah, they're seven and a half. Uh, that'd be tough. And they wanted to just to go I over. I'd like, I'd like I'd take the under at plus 130. So I still like them, though. Yeah. Thing. I, I know. But that's why you keep wanting to bet Wisconsin. Like, it's silly because you like these teams and you bet. Anytime you well, bet right on now, who you like, you're always Wisconsin wrong. Wisconsin is just, number four. You just listen to me as an intervention as your friend. Anytime you bet on a team that you like, you're wrong. Wisconsin's got four you're guys. You're not listen to four guys and all Americans. Uh, they've got one of the best running backs in the league, if not, or in the nation, if not the best. You can make an argument, Bryce Love. And they've got an easy schedule until they play a couple. They played Michigan and do they play Ohio State this year? I have to go over. I, I mean, I don't have the schedule. In front I don't know. Of me. I like it. I think they're uh, they're going to win eleven games. But oh. all right. Um, why can't I find? I just want to find. Keep talking. Lying. I like them to win that division. Or not. yeah, but that's not a bet. That's the problem. Like I'm with you because half of the Big Ten sucks, but. All right, here you go. Here's their schedule. Western Kentucky, 1-0. New Mexico, 2-0. BYU, 3-0. At Iowa, 4-0. Versus Nebraska, 5-0. At Michigan, okay? Here's your first trouble. So, 5-1 or 6-0. We'll just... They're better than Michigan. But anyway. Illinois. At, at Michigan State. Illinois win. Northwestern win. Rutgers win. That's eight definite. Penn State. Okay? Maybe. Okay. Purdue 9, Minnesota 10. So I have them right at 10 wins. They can only slip up once between those two. And you're, you're, you have faith in that in, in them. This is at Penn State and at Michigan. They have to win both of those, or one of those two, to do it. And you, you think that. And then stay 9-0 uh, and with everybody else. When is the Penn State game at the end? Penn State is November 10th. It's going to be cold. That doesn't matter. It's Wisconsin. I know. That'll help them. Oh, okay. And Michigan is in October. Um, All right. I'm just. Are, I'm just saying. I see, I see what you're saying. I'm not. I'm see not. Putting out I'm not putting the under. I just that. That's where I'm at with them. Uh, we'll go over more college later, but th- I think the other thing I want to say is the first games are next are the August 25th tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm not afraid to bet. Colorado State minus 14 against Hawaii. <laughs> or Wyoming and New Mexico State with New Mexico State getting three and a half. Oh, I know what I liked out of that. That that Hawaii over at 56 and a half. But then you start it's getting... Oh, is it really? Oh, there you go. That's that's why you like things and you, and you don't bet them. That's what happens. That's 14 and a half. We can get into other spreads and stuff. Yeah. But uh, let's, let's get in the NFL. All right. So that's our college football preview. Can, abbreviated. Yeah, it's abbreviated. Oh, you know what I really liked? I forgot. Next week, um, Maryland plays Texas. I really like Texas. I think that this Maryland shit's going to really come. It's going to be tough. Ohio State. Oregon State minus 37. I'm staying away from all Ohio State this year. And I'm not staying away because they're not going to win. I'm just staying away because I don't know what to make of that whole thing. And it's dirty. You know? Um, all right. 
All right, so, so NFL. So we're going to do our over-unders. How many do you have? I have... Well, you can you can talk about it. Nine. Okay, so I, I have like one, two, three, four. I've got like 18. I got nine that I like. I've got three Rook of the Years I'm interested in. Most interceptions. Interesting. I got one guy. Worst team. Worst team I love. I'm with you. Um, and then I've got uh, over TDs. All right, so let's, let's go with... Um, My favorite bet. I've okay. got a favorite bet. Okay, you tell us when we get there. Let's start with the over-unders. Um, who, so, like I said, I've got like 18. I'll, I'll give you the ones that I, I, that I like a lot. Um, I'm minor in alphabetical order. What about yours? I just ran out. Okay, let's go. I think we both like Browns under five and a half. We both like Browns under five and a half. That was off the board when I looked last night, but that was because of the Tyrod Taylor injuries. Yeah, he'll, he'll be okay. We'll have to. They have to bet that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we talked about this yeah. at nauseum. I like the Bengals over six and a half. Over. Yeah, I think they're gonna. They can win seven games for sure. See, I have them at under, but I don't. I don't have that as a thing I love. Okay. Um, I like the Broncos over. Do you seven. not want to get into this at all? Like, like we can, no, we can go into it. Let's, like, uh, what what is it about? So the Bengals schedule. Uh, first of all, first the, of all, they've looked good in preseason. I know it doesn't mean anything. Okay, but uh, so when you sent me something that said we should think about their over under, I thought you meant for sure that we should bet their under. No, I like Bengals over six and a half. So here, let's go through this. I think they win seven games. All right. They start off the season at the Colts. I don't know. That's 50-50 to me. <laughs> I don't know. Colts are terrible, man. Everyone thinks that I'm not, Andrew Luck's going to like be the fucking uh, savior. But I'm, still staying away, I'm staying away from the Colts ball, but I, I, until at least week four. I, don't, I, I need to see what's going on there. Uh, against, then they, so, whatever. Then against the Ravens. I don't like the Ravens this year, yeah. so I, I have no problem saying that's one win. Um, at the Panthers, no. No, they at, won that. At the Falcons, no. See, here's the problem, because they play the NFC South, which is a good conference, uh, or a good division. They'll beat Tampa. Oh, wait, right, but let's go through right now at one win. So, no, at Panthers, at Falcons, against the Dolphins, they should win that game. They'll win that game. So, that's two. That's home? It's home against the Dolphins. Okay. Home against the Steelers, they'll lose that. They'll split between the Steelers. They're not going to split the Steelers. They'll split the Steelers. They're not going to split the Steelers. All right. At the Chiefs, they lose that. They lose that. Bucks, they'll win that. Actually, I don't know. The Chiefs, they have a – Mahomes is their quarterback. Oh, you and I are going to differ a lot now because I'm a, I'm big on the Chiefs this year. Okay. Uh, against the Saints, they'll lose that. At the Ravens, we're, we'll, we could split that series. Against the Browns, they should go 2-0 against the Browns. Against the Broncos, that's up in the air. At the Chargers, they'll probably lose. They'll probably beat the Raiders. Again, the Browns and Steelers. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not loving it. The, the fact that they got to play the NFC South scares me from betting. Okay. Betting them. Um, uh, who else do you like? All right. So we got that. We got that. I like Patriots under eleven. Under eleven for the Patriots. I'm down on the Patriots this year. Oh, I like over over on the Patriots. Let's just go ahead and just take a look at their schedule. Um, I think that's ridiculous to bet against them right now. I mean, it, it's we'll probably won't do it because it's the Patriots, but well, then what? Do you, like these are the ones that we're talking about doing. But I like it under eleven. Okay, P- 
Patriots open against the Texans. That's a possible loss. Yeah. And they play at Jacksonville. Possible loss. loss. At Detroit. They'll beat Detroit. Yeah. And the Dolphins, they'll win that. Against the Colts, they should win that. I don't know. That. Miami, like, always plays them well. Just saying. I'm putting a split. I'm putting a split on Miami. That's bullshit. Uh, they should go. There's no way that the Patriots. I'm sorry. They're not I'll that good. I'll be shocked if they don't go 5-1. They don't have the Amendola. Or who's not Amendola. They don't have. Uh, um, who, yeah, their, their leading receiver is. Um, for four games. No, their leading receiver is Hogan. No, but there's also. They have. Um, who's the receiver that's on suspension? Um, Edelman. Yeah, Edelman's out for 40 games. Um, Gronk. Who knows what the hell is happening with that guy? The guy's like the best tight end of all time. I my favorite bet of the whole thing is Gronk under eight and a half touchdowns. Oh, I like Gronk over. Eight, well, we'll just bet that. He's not even going to play all year. He's oh, I'll take Gronk over eight and a half all day. We'll bet it straight up. Yeah. Um, me and you split it. Um, so go ahead, Patriots um, against the Colts, against the Chiefs, home of the Chiefs at the Bears, at the Bills, home against the Packers, at the Titans, at the Jets. Home for the Vikings, at the Dolphins, at the Steelers. Home for the Bills, home for the Jets. I'm sorry, there's way too many bad teams in there uh, yeah. for you to say. I, I don't know. I like them under 11. I don't, I'm down on the. I like them over 11. So, I but I don't love it. Brady's finally. This is going to be his down here. Okay. Um, I like Chargers under nine and a half. That's another one I'm staying away from. They, they. I was, I was with you on paper, and then I like looked it through, and I was like, you know, I kind of like. The, the Chargers, their schedule I don't think is that bad either. Let's see. There has to be an easier way for me to get to this quicker. But um, Chargers against the, I said, oh, Chargers. All right, so Chargers. <laughs> um, okay, so their schedule, Kansas City yeah. at Buffalo, at the Rams, at the 49 or home against the 49ers, home against Oakland, at Cleveland, Tennessee, at Seattle, at Oakland, Denver, Arizona. I mean, these are some bad teams. Um, Pitts, at Pittsburgh, good. Cincinnati, we, we discussed our argument there. At Kansas City, against Baltimore, and at Denver. I just, I don't know. Nine. That's they're, they're the favorite to win. Who? Do, let me ask you this. I know. That's Who do you like in the NFC West? Then? I know. I looked at that. If but. you don't like Kansas City and you don't like the Chargers, who do you like? I'm not saying I don't like Kansas City. You just said Kansas City is a question mark to you. Yeah, they are a question mark. And you don't like... Patrick Mahomes is a question mark. Sure. But you know what? Guess how many quarterbacks have failed under Andy Reid? Zero. Well, one of my favorite bets is most interceptions, Pat Mahomes at plus 800. Well, I think there's a guy in New York who might argue that, but we'll keep going. Sam Darnold? Yeah, I don't think it's Sam Darnold. Um... Uh, who else do you like over-unders? My favorite, one of my favorite over-unders is Redskins under seven. 100% with you. The Redskins look awful. And so can we just go ahead and say that that might be the best bet is worst team? Yeah. The both. fact that, we're, I got to find, where's worst NFL team? I don't know. Washington we, I, I don't is, think they could be worst team. Dude, Washington Browns, is, is, is two, was it 20 to one? Yeah, but Browns and Bills are worse than them. I know. So... I mean, I would have Bills. I would hear. I bet. I bet the Cardinals. I bet the Bucks. Bills just lost their quarterback. They're starting Josh. That's Allen. true. I know. I know. But they they were going to start AJ McCarron. I know. So was it really that much worse? <laughs> obviously, then Buffalo under six. I don't know. Everyone was all high on AJ McCarron. Dude, then obviously, do you have Buffalo under six as well? Um, 
I don't have them on here. How do you not have Buffalo under six if you think they're going to yes, be the worst I team in the NFL? I think they're going to be under six. I don't have them on That's here. my best bet on these. Buffalo under six. All right. I got Jets over six. I, I don't... I don't totally disagree with that. I just would stay away from the Jets. Okay. Like, I don't know what to do about the Jets. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll write down that you like that. But that's a tough one again, you know? I don't know. I said Broncos over seven. Giants over seven. Broncos over, I have Broncos over seven, but that's okay. I like Broncos over seven. Yeah. I think, uh, what's his face? Uh, what's the quarterback? Uh, um, Super Bowl. Uh, or Vikings. Delum? No. Or um Delum. Yeah, Delum. Uh, no, somebody else with a fate with a with um Case uh, Keenum. Keenum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. good. And someone with a double letter in their Case name. Case Keenum's gonna win a few games for them. I get you. Broncos are over seven. I like that. Okay. Um Giants over seven, I like them to win no. eight games. So again, would never pick a team. So they're gonna improve five games. So what what did they do to improve five games worth this year? They changed their whole offensive line, got Barkley. Got Beckham back. Hopefully, he plays the whole season. Okay, and uh, you don't see they, any any problem. They are. They got a new defense, Ogletree, um, and they're gonna. They're talking about. They reached out to the Raiders for uh, Khalil Mack. All right, we're not we're not gonna count. I'm just saying, guys, that they're reaching out for to team anyway, mid season. Look, mid season. It's gonna be mid season by the time they get Khalil Mack. We they can't, they can't, they can't afford to kill him. All right, listen. So anyway. don't bring that up as a reason. Because um, they have to sign Landon Collins. Here's the deal. All right. Seven is, pro- is right where I have him at. When I, when I did it, I had him right at seven. And I'm at seven and nine. Um, it's, not, it's not unthinkable. I wouldn't say it's a good bet to put him over at over seven. They had, what, how many wins? Two last year? Yeah. So, like... You're pointing out all these things that are that are pretty decent. You're missing one big. We have element. a horrible coach too, right? But you still have one major problem under center. I'm <laughs> sorry, you just do. You've got how, how old is he? Thirty-seven. He's thirty-seven. He's an interception magnet. He's got a noodle arm. I'm look. He's got a lot of weapons. It, it okay. All right. All look, right. I'll tell you. I you don't, don't have to bet it. I don't have Dallas on here either. I promise you. I like Eagles under 10. I don't like Eagles under 10. They look terrible. It's the priests. They just won the Super Bowl. They look terrible. Not, um, the NFC East is not that good. That's the only over-unders I have. All right, here's what I got. You don't like Arizona under 5.5? Or do you want to see? Just tell me when you want to go to the team. Who's their quarterback? Um, Bradford. Yes, for week, for two weeks. It's Bradford. <laughs> and then it's Rosen. So, they start with Washington, then at the Rams, then Chicago. So, there you could see them going 2-1. and one. Seattle, I don't like Seattle at all this year. No, time. Seattle's bad. So, let's just say they go 3-1. What's one their over-under? We're going to get into them because they're on my list, too. Then they got at San Francisco, at Minnesota, against Denver, against San Francisco, at Kansas City, Oakland, at the Chargers, at the Packers, yeah, at I the Lions, so. at the Falcons, against the Rams, and, and at Seattle. That's a tough schedule. Yeah, but the only thing about them is, is that they play really good at home. Arizona? Yeah. Like okay. They're, and they have David Johnson, I mean, who's back this year. I just feel they're a good home team, so it's kind of hard. You're giving them four wins or something, four or five wins right there. All right. Fair enough. Um, um, I, I have no problem, you know. 
Seattle, Seattle. So let's yeah, go through Seattle. Seattle. Seven and a half. I like the under Seattle seven and a half. Yeah. I think definitely Seattle under seven and a half. Uh, so here's their schedule at Denver, at Chicago. That's another home team that's, you know, it's hard, hard right. place to play. Play Dallas at Arizona. So those are some winnable games. And then against the Rams, at Oakland, at Detroit, Chargers, Rams, Packers, Panthers, 49ers, Vikings, 49ers, oh, Chiefs, Chiefs yeah, yeah. Cardinals. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. Under seven and a half. Um, okay. Uh, where is that? Right here. Um, Tampa Bay under six and a half. Tampa Bay is pretty bad. And that division is good. Also, they're probably going to go 0-9 in their division. is suspended, right? Or 0-6. Is Jameis suspended or not? Yeah, he's suspended like the first three games, I think. Three or four so games. So they got uh, Fitzgerald. Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay. Not to mention, they're going to probably go 0-6 and Sims is out. He got hurt in the preseason, so he's done. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, all right. Uh, I have... Okay. I, see, I have Miami at under six and a half. You've already said you think Miami can win some games. So I, I don't... I can stay away from that. Uh, I had the Rams over 10. But that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, Especially when you're not playing anyone in preseason. Oh, come on. I know. But they've, they've decided to keep Jared Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff needs to stay out on preseason. Um, here are the three... Now, now, here are the three teams that I kind of keep going back to. Okay. Um, so, you're going to hear a lot of these these teams coming up. I like Minnesota over 10. I like Minnesota. I, th- I think NFC North is terrible. I don't think Detroit's that good. The only thing is, like, Cousins. Yeah. Uh, but, but has Cousins ever been bad? And, and, I mean, and this is a team, like, that's a good, well-coached team, yeah, you know? And uh, what's this? I think Cousins will succeed in, and I was a, a Keenum guy. So, but I think Cousins will succeed in Minnesota more than Keenum will in Denver. Well, they have a better team, right? And they have a better. Um, I don't know. There's two, two. Yeah. Those are two teams with a good um, program. So, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah. Um, so Minnesota, I'm, I'm into the over ten. Um, I have Minnesota or Packers uh, to win the division at plus oh, 150. Oh, see, I like Minnesota to win that division. But okay. Um, Houston over eight and a half. Now, this is all based on uh, Watson staying healthy. But if Watson's healthy, they should run away with the AFC South. Over eight and a half, yeah. Well, not run away with it because right. obviously Jacksonville's good. But I take, uh, I like that. Though. Yeah, I like Houston at eight and a, over eight. I mean, Houston's got, yeah. got some weapons. And then I like Kansas City over eight and a half. Um, but, again, that's me just yeah. believing in the Andy Reid system. I understand your skepticism. So, um, what, let's get into some. So, so I have uh, over-under on TDs that I like. Okay, I have a couple. So, you want to get into, let's just get into players all together because I got a bunch of shit that's scattered. Okay, I have rookies and then over-under TDs players. All right. I like Cousins over. 26 at point five TDs at minus 15, 115. Oh, I didn't see that. I like that. Okay. Uh, I like Eli over 23 and a half at minus 115. No, I like Eli at over 15 interceptions. 
I do. I have that written down. How many down. did he have last year? I don't have to look it up. I haven't looked it up. I don't think uh, he didn't have that many. Okay. But uh, here, I'll look it up right now. All right, and see how many touchdowns he had while you're at it. Well, he didn't have no, any. No, you can't all, make an excuse for one thing and not for the other. All his players were hurt. You can't make an excuse. And you said it's a whole new offensive system. So yeah. last year all he did was throw these little five-yard outs. Dude, every he had three of his main receivers that were hurt. Here's what I can't do with you, and this is what you have to understand. I can't argue with you. If you're not going to if you're gonna make a point one way, you have he to give it to the other He had 13 interceptions. Way. And how many touchdowns? 19. Okay. So we'd both lose if it was last year's numbers. So well, isn't it safe to say... Have, if, Okay, I got he, you. He didn't. So he also didn't throw down field last year. He had a lot of banged up receivers. That's what I'm saying. Do you understand? The only I time understand. you make these arguments is when it's your guy that I'm you love. I'm just telling you. I know He's that... He's going to throw more than 23 touchdowns. You know I'm not going to bet 23 over 23. You know I know you're not going to bet 15 interceptions. So let's just go ahead and make that ourselves. All right. Alex Smith, over 23 touchdowns. I have Alex Minus. Smith, under 23 touchdowns. Okay. Um, I think my favorite one is Kamara over twelve and a half touchdowns. You know, it's interesting. I was going to say that guy like scores four touchdowns. Yeah, I I had that at first as under, and then I said I can't. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, because if it's if it's total touchdowns, you, yeah, because the guy catches so much out of the yeah. backfield. And then my favorite bet is Gronkowski under eight and a half touchdowns. And I like Gronk over eight and a half. Um, that's so funny that our player bets are the opposite. Here's some other player bets that I like. Um, I like um, Rivers over 27 and a half touchdowns. I like Matt Ryan over 25 and a half touchdowns. Um, I like Mariota. 25 and a half? I like Mariota under 15 and a half picks because that guy doesn't throw picks. Well, recent years, yes. Yeah, well, last year he started to. Um, I like Cam Newton over 23 touchdowns. I like Gurley over 13.75. Zeke over 11.5 touchdowns. Antonio Brown over 10 touchdowns. I really like Hopkins over 9.5 touchdowns. And I'm just going to say it. I like Dak under 22.5 touchdowns. They got no one to throw to. That's true. So, I mean, how can you... Who's he going to throw 22 touchdowns to? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't either. Williams? Terrence Williams. Yeah, Terrence Williams. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's... You know, that's one of the things that's hard about being a Cowboy fan is, like, you know that's a good bet. You don't want to bet it, but you know it's a good bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like you, where I'm completely delusional about the team I'm rooting for. Dude, Barkley's going to have receiving touchdowns and... Odell Beckham's going to have receiving touchdowns. I'm just saying. Um, there's going to be a lot of screen passes. Okay. Let's just put it that way. Uh, let's talk about what, what else we got. What else do you have? I got Rookie of the Year. All right. Rookie of the Year. I don't have any Rookie of the I Year. I like Barkley at plus 155. Um, Sam Darnold at plus 750. And I kind of like Josh Allen at plus 1,000. Only because he's starting now. It's worth it's worth taking a yeah. flyer. I'm with you. I'm, I understand that. I, I respect that. He's like, it's he's on a terrible. So if you bet all, he's on a terrible team, but he's like, now he's starting. Yeah. So if you bet all three of those, um, yeah, I mean, I get it. You, I mean, you don't want to bet Barkley because the odds aren't good, but yeah. like, you know that he's probably, you know, it's a very good chance. 
Um, I mean, the odds are plus one fifty. I, I like your rookie of the year bets. I, I'm I'm in. I think I'm in to bet all three of those with you, and just hope it's not Barkley. Um, only other players uh, bets. I did you have an MVP bet? I mean, I like Aaron Rodgers. Yes, yeah, four fifty. Me too. I like. To, if you're gonna take a chance on one, I'd take a chance on Breeze. I kind of like New Orleans this year. Why is everyone so like loving because Michael Thomas and Kamara? Yeah, like they've got so many weapons. You just said it. You know what I mean? And I they, just, I just kind of, you know, um, I think the best MVP bet though is JJ Watt for defensive MVP at plus seven fifty. Yeah, I saw that. I like that a lot. I'm into that. Um, I like to root for JJ Watt. Um, some other things. I just think there'll be a younger guy that like ends up fucking doing it. Okay. Uh, see, that's the thing with defense, though, because it's everybody's like kind of no names. If you're a little more popular than everybody else, and yeah. it's all close, you're gonna win. Um, I think Gurley for the rushing title plus seven hundred, Rogers for the passing title plus eight hundred, Brady touchdowns a plus three fifty. Here's something I thought would be interesting: Hogan touchdowns as the as the leader in NFL receiving touchdowns. It's thirty five to one. Just saying, they throw a lot of touchdowns. They don't have a lot of weapons. Thirty-five to one is an interesting. I'd be into that. Okay, um, and then I like five to one. I like Zeke at, at being the NFL in touchdowns of plus four fifty, but that's because they don't have anyone to throw to. At running, running, rushing touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. Um, now the uh, team is that all the bets that you have. Or do you have any team? See, I have the worst team, Bills and Browns. I think we already talked. Oh about yeah, worst team. So I got Cardinals, Tampa, and Washington. I think you just got to take Washington at twenty to one. I mean, we already think that they're going to be terrible. They probably won't be the worst team. You're right. But what if they are? Browns and Bills are probably going to be the worst. But anyway. um, NFC. Uh, or here's with um, NFC North. I like Minnesota plus one fifteen. The NFC South. I just I don't want I don't think Carolina is going to win it, but I like that they're plus three sixty. Like they could eat they could win that division. Uh, NFC West I like the Forty Nine. I don't like that they lost Kelvin Benjamin though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Did you see that whole preseason game where they talked they like because you know Kelvin Benjamin like talked talked shit, shit about, about him? Yeah. Well, in the first preseason game they were playing each other. Did you see that whole thing? Uh-uh. Basically, like they came out. On the practice field, and uh, like Cam had his hands behind his back, and they were like having this whole argument in the middle of the field. And, oh, like, I didn't see it. And like basically talking shit to each other. And uh, Kellen Benjamin kept walking away, and Cam would just like follow him with his hands behind his back, like uh, like yelling at him. It was pretty pretty interesting. Um, I didn't see that, but I like and it. like the players were coming up to like try to break it mm. up. Um. Here, uh, all right. So I like the 49ers at, at the plus three twenty five. I still think the Rams win that division, but you can't tell me that the 49ers don't have a chance of plus three twenty three to one over three to one. Just saying. Uh, I like in the AFC South, I like Houston at two to one, and AFC West. What's like Garoppolo's over under? Two plus two fifty. I don't know. I have to look that up. Um, you can look it up while we're talking because I got some more. Um. I like Minnesota win the NFC at plus six twenty five. New Orleans at plus seven fifty. The AFC I like Houston at plus a thousand. 
KC at plus fifteen hundred. I'm just saying if teams, hey, just teams I'd take a flyer on. It's worth Yikes. what? Um, you don't definitely think, not Kansas City. I see. I disagree with you. You got a great tight end. You've got a good running back who could. Who knows how good the running back is? You've got a quarterback we're not sure about. Good culture, good defense. I don't know. Um, look, it's not. No, I got you. You're not saying this team. Like, if you're going to ask me right now, is going to be the Super Bowl? No, I'm not going to say the Chiefs. I'm going to say the Patriots, right? Even though you're willing to bet against them, but you won't give me an answer. Who do you think would you bet coming out of the? AFC then. Um, I don't know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. you got to find teams that you think have a chance that you can make some money off of. If you don't think it's going to be the Patriots, everybody else is money. You know? who? Tell me who's better than Kansas City or Houston in the AFC right now other than the Patriots. And you're telling me that the Patriots aren't going to win 11 games. So tell me... Who's better in the AFC? I need to. Uh, well, yeah, no. Well, that's why you shouldn't have the the you should you know the convictions don't match the um, the courage. <laughs> uh, just to follow up on that, and this will be the end of my my spiel. The Rams are eleven to one to win the whole thing. Minnesota's ten to one. New England's seven to one. Houston's twenty five to one, and Kansas City's thirty five to one. Um. So I guess. All right. So oh, I'm looking at it right now. I got one last thing that you didn't go over. I, that I think Houston uh, might have a shot. Um, if Deshaun Watson stays healthy, because I also yeah. really, like I said, I really like Hopkins at over nine and a half touchdowns. But that's all predicated on him staying healthy. Teams to make the playoffs. Yeah. These are ones. These are ones. Oh, yeah. Baltimore no at minus one forty five. Houston yes at minus one twenty five. Colts yes at plus two twenty five. Doesn't mean I think they're going to make it. I'm just saying there's some money there. Kansas City, yes, at plus 120. Chargers, no, is plus 120. 49ers, yes, plus 195. Um, obviously, not all the teams. I like, I, I, not Baltimore, no. Baltimore, no, but it's still minus 145. Um, so 3-0 in preseason. Not that that means anything. So going over our bets, yeah. from what I can tell right now, if we're going to just wrap this up. We're wrapping it up. I think... You you liked Cousins at over twenty six and a half. Kamara um, over twelve. So, and a half. okay, I'll go Kamara over twelve and a half. I, I'm in on that. So we're gonna do twelve twelve and a half over for Kamara. We're going to completely disagree on Gronk over under eight and a half. We're gonna bet that. Yeah, me and you are betting that. We both completely disagree. Made the easiest money I've ever made. We're gonna completely disagree. He'll have eight and a half touchdowns in four games. He's not even gonna play four games. Alex Smith. We were going to disagree on the over-under at 23. You have Eli at 23 and a half over. Touchdowns. I have over 15 interceptions. <laughs> um, we both like Baltimore to not make the playoffs at minus 145. We like J.J. Watt at defensive MVP. We like Aaron Rodgers as MVP. Um, what else did we both like? We liked Washington under seven. We liked Seattle under seven and a half, Tampa Bay under six and a half, Minnesota over ten, Houston over eight and a half, Buffalo under six, and Cleveland under five and a half. A lot of unders. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You and I always like to bet that teams are going to stink. So that's what we got right now. 
I like Pat Mullen's uh, most interceptions at plus 800. Why didn't you say that when we were doing this stuff? We did. I did. Oh, okay. I think plus 800. It's good. All right. Well, that's one bet that you like. I didn't say all the ones I like and the ones you like. I said the ones that we okay, like. Okay, we like it. No, but we don't like Pat Mahomes. <laughs> You're right. We don't like them. That's why we're betting against them. All right. So, uh... NFL. So that's our Starting NFL soon. betting preview. It's two weeks away. Um, you know, send us your picks. Send us uh, your thoughts. To our Gmail Just account. Go ahead and What's t- our yeah. Gmail account again? It's armchairnetwork at gmail.com. All right. And... Please just let G know what a homer he is because he picks all Giants every year and loses on it. Okay. You understand that the Giants, much like the Cowboys, are an inflated price. Like, they're always an inflated price because they're a popular team. You don't take that into consideration. You just think blindly, like, hey, this is my favorite team, so they're going to be good. They're going to be good. (laughs) All right. And this is why we always lose money. All right. Till next week.